Hey guys, this is Sid Patel, CEO of Beverage Trade Network, and we are filming for Inside the Drinks Business. I'm at Peter Mark Master of Wine's house, so thank you, Peter, for having me here. Hey, it's great to have you here. Wonderful to be here in Napa. You're going to talk about the role of an you know educator in the wine industry and how education can help you grow in the wine business. So, Peter, once again, you know, give a little. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know you, but for the international audience, you know, give a little context, a storytelling about yourself and your journey. You know, sure. I started in retail. I worked about half my career, 20 plus years doing uh, retail, and I was very fortunate to work for uh, some very high-end retailers where I was exposed to many different types of wines from all over the world. Travel as well as part of my buying. Uh, so you were a wine buyer? I was a wine buyer. Uh -huh. And then uh, the last 20 years, been doing education and um, different roles in education. Uh, I was the uh, wine educator for Copia, the American Center which was in Napa, which was started by Robert Mandavi, and that was a nonprofit cultural center. From there, I went to Constellation Brands, where mm -hmm. I was the vice president of education, and then um, left them about uh, four years ago mm -hmm. and joined Napa Valley Wine Academy, where I now work uh, part-time, but do a lot of teaching and master classes as well. Great. In addition to that, uh, as a master of wine, I do a lot of education for M MW students, particularly on the tasting exam, which I'm involved with. Great, super. I think uh, we want to touch base on you know uh, some of the things that we were chatting about, which is how you can grow in wine business and mm -hmm. you know let's start with what are the skills that you would recommend learning today yeah. uh for different kind of people so give me an example of maybe someone just wanting to start in a business right you know first one like they're not from the industry they want to get in the industry what kind of things they should learn and where they should start and then maybe give an example of someone is who is from the industry in a winery yeah you know uh trying to want to grow their business and apply those methods. Okay. Um, well, for those who are starting in the industry, I think you know one of the great things about wine education today is it's so widely available. You know, when I started, I used to take uh, community, mm -hmm. um, community uh, rec center classes, and then I started taking UC Davis extension classes mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, today, we also have the Wine and Spirit Education Trust, um, which we teach through Napa Valley Wine Academy, mm -hmm. but there are many locations around the world now that offer, what, 80 different providers, yep. I think, uh, and many of those are also offering online mm -hmm. so that people who may not be able to travel to the given location can study uh, in a virtual environment. Mm -hmm. And those are, I think, you know, for many people, WSET uh, is something that really covers the whole world of wine. Basic 101. Basic 101. To, you know, level one, you get the basics. Level two, you get a little more deeper into varieties. Level three is you're applying concepts of, of uh, climate and um, winemaking production on style, quality, and price. And then, of course, diploma, which is a, you know, it's like getting a two-year college degree. It's very rigorous, but it also gives you the business of wine, which I think is different from any other wine program okay. in that they include a research paper that requires you to apply some of your knowledge in the business world, which is indispensable for anybody who's going to be in the wine business today. They need to have that, not just have the wine knowledge, but how are you going to use that mm. information and apply it to your daily uh, work or even your enjoyment of wine, understanding where wine is going and uh, mm. and in trends and risks and things that are happening in the world today. And you were seeing this uh, when employers hire people, you know, you were seeing this completely yeah. uh, helping sure. like education. You're seeing a clean ROI. Yes, I do. In fact, you know, just uh, one example of fellow master of wine, uh, Curtis Mann, uh -huh. who um, at the time was the head buyer for Rayleigh's and yep. he partnered with us to do some wine education. And uh, they did that with their wine stewards because they saw immediate results in how, how their wine sales improved. Um, you know, a lot of those 
results are somewhat hard to track. Mm -hmm. But when I was at Constellation, we did that as well. We would take um, an account, and if we had done education for them, uh, we had to at least see a rise in the sales. If if we, you know, if we didn't, then we weren't doing something <coughs> right. But you know, there are other variables that could have an impact on that mm. as well. And it's not just education, but you know, I always say education, and especially in. Uh, corporate world is a value add for people who are in the sales side because mm. we can come in like at Constellation and offer our salespeople the ability to educate that accounts uh, team mm. and help grow their business. And that's something that's really important. It's not just teach about wine per se, but let's talk about, you know, sales service. If you're a restaurant, yeah. you, know, how, how, you know, service in a restaurant. If it's a retail shop, you know, how do you interact with a customer? Those so-called business skills, which True. are, again, indispensable in today's world. True. So let, let's just go with some examples, right? In a winery, mm -hmm. you know, what are what are the five or six main modules mm -hmm. that you would advise the CEO that, hey, you know, if you were hired for a consultancy, yeah. right? Say, let's start here. Let's. These are the five modules I would roll out first, you know, sure. in educating my staff. Well, you take the basics of wine, uh, growing grapes, viticulture, winemaking, um, I th especially for a winery. But even to the driver of the truck, you would advise he learns like that? I would. Yeah, okay. I would. Because what that driver of the truck does influences what's going on in the winery. Okay. Um, and I think that's something to, to know, at least be aware of what other aspects right. of the of the winery's operations. So, have so wine growing, you said? Wine growing, winemaking, um, and then obviously the, the hospitality and, and how you interact with customers. And then, of course, tasting, because first of all, tasting's fun. Mm -hmm. um, it'll make people be engaged. Um, and I always say there's, um, when you talk about wine education, I always think about the three C's. Mm -hmm. um, and one of those C's is culture, meaning if you get people who begin to really appreciate wine as an sure. agricultural product that comes from, you know, from Mother Nature, that varies from year to year, it, it's something that's really dynamic and exciting. And by building that, culture you're building the passion uh, mm. that people will then want to grow you know and show their interest and, and do the best job possible mm. so and the other couple of C's if mm -hmm. you allow me to bring those up besides uh, culture is the confidence so knowing mm. a little bit about True. wine gives that employee the confidence to speak more um, professionally and and correctly about what they're doing and that's something that I think is really important and then the third one is credibility Mm. Um, you know, when you're, especially if you're uh, working in a tasting room and if you've got some certification, not only do you have the confidence, but you've got, you have some, mm. some credibility when you're talking to somebody like, yeah, oh, people you don't, don't have know double anything. question. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Instead of saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You'll, no, I actually do. You know? mm, true. <laughs> or at least I think I do. But that is something I think, you know, credibility, confidence and culture are what wine education can do in, in any, any t different type of operation. Got it. What about, you know, sales and distribution? Would you advise that? Uh, Absolutely. That's a, where it's critical for any company. And most companies today uh, do some type of education, whether it's a whole team, you know, places like... Uh, do, do you think there is a disconnect still where, you know, the sales are out there who is selling the wine and the winemaker, the maker has no idea about the sales, the sales have no idea about the maker, <laughs> you know, uh, they don't really care about each other's feelings. Yeah. Okay, yes, you made, everyone makes the best wine. Right. And you know what I mean? Sales rep just wants to sell what the retailer uh, ultimately, they want to maintain the account as right. a priority, not not the product. Sure. Yeah. So, so how do you how what advice do you have to bridge the gap? Um, well, so it's happening today. I mean, today you find winemakers that go out and do education, uh, and you have salespeople who are learning about those Making, wines. Okay. And you know, today everybody loves stories. Yeah, so part of education true. is learning what that story is and how to present that story. 
being able to present it in a way that's engaging and memorable mm. is really critical to success in the wine business. People pursuing, you know, the the, the ultimate paths. I mean, are there, are there bigger things than master sommelier or master wine? You know, what is the best level of education uh, which we we credit right yeah. now? Um, I, I, the two you just mentioned, I think, are probably are the, two, the best. Are, okay. are the two best. Um, you know, if you're in the hospitality business, going through the Master Sommelier or the Court of Master of Wine, um, or something similar. There's some other sommelier accreditations. Those are really important because they not only focus on wine knowledge and wine tasting, but the service aspect. If you're more inclined to do anything else in the wine business outside of hospitality, I mean, it could be hospitality, but then I would recommend the Wine and Spirit Education Trust or mm -hmm. WSET. And that is the precursor for the Institute of Master's of Wine exam. We recommend that students have a completed diploma before mm. they pursue the MW. Although it could come, uh, a person may have a degree in enology or viticulture from some university, um, or they may have some accreditation through the Master Sommeliers. Those can be applied if you don't have diploma. Uh, what is the difference between a master sommelier and a master of wine in your in your book, right? <laughs> in my book is, <laughs> I always tell people, like, I cannot pour wine without spilling it. I, it's like, I could never be an MS simply because I'm a mess. Um, but yeah, again, it's really those people who tend to be focused on hospitality, restaurants, hotels, um, you know, cruise ships, you name it. Of course, nowadays, they've become, you know, sometimes they're celebrities and yeah. they, they have gone off and done other things. But Wine, uh, masters of wine tend to be in many different disciplines. Usually there's quite a few who are educators like myself. They can be winemakers, they can be wine writers or journalists. Um, they work in the distribution business. Um, and there's, because it's a fairly well-rounded education when you do the MW, uh, a lot of them are, are consultants and mm. they can consult across many different disciplines in, in the wine industry. Mm, got it. Back on the education, right? Uh, what kind of skills you would advise people should learn today, you know, which are more in demand as a career? So for wine education, I would say that, um, you have to taste. <laughs> I okay. think tasting is really important because um, things are changing, how, you know, what styles are popular and mm -hmm. techniques. Um, but just being able to understand quality and the style of the wine mm -hmm. and why that wine tastes the way it does. So tasting is important, but then understanding the theory behind that tasting. Mm -hmm. So why does wine taste the way it does? What's the terroir, the sense of place, and you know what does the uh, the viticulture, the growing of the grapes contribute to mm -hmm. the, the style of wine? What does the winemaking continue to that, or contribute to that? And then knowing those things, and then comparing a given wine or place with other parts of the world through tasting, through mm -hmm. compares, comparative tastings, um, and that really helps build one's uh, knowledge of wine mm -hmm. is having all of those put together. It takes time though. It Got certainly it. takes time. Got it. Uh, what about, you know, uh, jobs, you know, where, where are you seeing more of uh, job postings? Which kind of roles are popping up? I, I'm asking on, from the angle of students, Yeah. right? You have a yeah. lot of students oh, that sure. come to your yeah, yeah. academy. Yeah. You know, what, what do they want to learn? Yeah. They want to learn, um, a lot of them want some sort of certification. Okay. So they, they're, they're studying to pass, you know, WSAT, MW, whatever. Um, but I think they're really looking, they are looking to be well-rounded. Okay. Now, there are certain people who may then choose a certain discipline, like I want to go into sales, I want to go into marketing or PR, I want to go into winemaking. Yeah. Um, but no matter what they decide ultimately, to have some well-rounded, all 
encompassing understanding of wine is really important. Mm. And from the student, you know, angle, you know, uh, how would you, you know, a lot of people are working full time as well, right? Yeah, so, right. so studying is is sort of not the priority, but at the same time, it's it's something which they can do for career or maybe just for their passion. Right. You know, what are, what are the tips or what are some courses in your own academy, let's say yeah. you can advise that people can study online, part-time, and are there options there? Walk us over some modules that you guys have. Yeah, so we at, through Napa Valley Wine Academy mm -hmm. do uh, a number of online courses. Um, all of our WCT classes are available uh, online and we send the wine kits out for those people who um, do the online learning. Okay. Um, with level one and level two, you can take the exam uh, in the comfort of your home. Uh, levels three and diploma level four, you have to go to an exam center because that includes a tasting, which um, uh, obviously you can't do that at home. But many people who um, are looking to you know, pursue that education, I think we're looking, we're seeing a lot of people now who are both consumers or in the industry who are taking advantage of some of the learnings we've had since COVID. And really the online learning platform has grown so exponentially in the last few years. People mm. are, are, you know, better learning management systems, better engagement with students online. Um, it's probably still not as ideal as being in person, but you know, for the cost of travel nowadays, it makes really good sense to be able to have that as an option. Mm. Uh, and we find that um, you know, our online sales have gone through the roof through at Napa Valley Wine Academy. In fact, we're the largest WSUT provider in the world simply because since COVID, so many of our students have nice. gravitated toward the online environment. Nice. We're back open in person as well though. So, you know, who is a successful student and what does it take to really, you know, mm -hmm. succeed at learning? Uh, well, to be successful as a student, you have to have discipline. <laughs> you have to f be able to find time to, especially if you're working full time, to be able to devote to studying and attending classes. Uh, and that's, you know, that's something that can be really hard for some people who um, maybe haven't had. I find really good success from students who have had success in other areas where they have to be disciplined, whether it's uh, like an athlete or maybe they play a musical instrument or something where they've had to practice and prepare. Yeah, you know that that character will succeed because it's, exactly. it's just a yeah, character. It's a character. So having that discipline. And then the other one is, um, I think, uh, you know, being humble, yeah. being honest with yourself, because a lot of times, you know, wine is intimidating um, and you're never going to know everything. I always tell people that the biggest lesson I've learned as a master yeah. of wine wine can never truly be mastered. True. And if you understand that, then you're going to listen as opposed to trying to be heard, if you know what I mean. A lot of people like to spout what they know. I'm more just like, I'm going to take it in, learn what I can. And when something, you know, when something comes up that I can speak about, that's fine. But, you know, when you're learning, um, take, take the time to listen to any criticisms or feedback you might get so that you can improve upon your performance. Mm -hmm. Let's throw some uh, blogs or some reading uh, what are your top three recommended books? My you books? Know, yeah. yeah. Um, so World Atlas of Wine, okay. Hugh Johnson, Chances Robinson, Jansen's, Chances uh, Oxford Companion to Wine. And then hmm, the third one, it really depends. I, I would say um, maybe the Sotheby's Encyclopedia of Wine is also really good. Okay. But from there, I would get into more individual books that Niche. focus on a given topic. Got uh, it. Yeah. What about the podcast? Does anything come in mind? Oh gosh, uh, there's so many great podcasts. I can't pick one. <laughs> just, I don't want to. Just any good two names. Um, well, I'll tell you. There's a good one um, that my I have a good friend of mine who um, lives here in Napa. Her name is Karen Wetzel. 
and she does one, oh gosh, I wish I had the name of the podcast. I can look it up on my phone, but it's all about career growth and how okay. to get in the wine industry. All right. Kind of what we're talking about today. Um, and she has guests from any, from, she's had guests over the years from, you know, distributors, from winemaking, from um, marketing, and they, they share their stories of how they got to where they are. Got so uh, Karen Wetzel, um, like it's career in the wine industry or something like that. And what about, you know, uh, blogs, any, any blogs that shine out for you? Um, you know, I've, I tell you, I love uh, Tim Gazer, who's a master sommelier, a uh, great writer. Um, another person who just started a blog is a, one of the early MWs, Joel Butler. Mm -hmm. He just started his own blog just in the past few months. And I've been reading that quite a bit and enjoying that. Um, you know, I, what I do is I subscribe to all the news feeds, mm -hmm. and if something comes up in you know one of those feeds, and I I read I, I read them there uh, at that point, but I don't necessarily subscribe to any one blog, but yeah, pick yeah. and choose when something looks interesting to read. One last one on you know people trying to uh, make education as their career. Mm -hmm. uh, what is a good path for them? Like what what courses do you advise? And yeah. is there even a, a course for that? Not really. Um, you know, again, having some credential though, whether it's through a sommelier course or the WSET, uh, I would say it was a basic foundation, and then from there. Um, you know, we do have a lot of our instructors at Napa Valley Wine Academy who have gone through the program. And once you pass, let's say, level three, you can then pass, you can teach level two or level one. Okay. Once you pass diploma, you can teach any level. Um, and then you also, as part of the WCT, you would have to be educator certified. So you go through a whole week uh, course where they actually um, train you how to be a good instructor and you are tested on your ability to present. So it's it's one way to to make a make a role as an educator. And a lot of people come from sales and like in big mm -hmm. corporations where they, you know, whether it's uh, Jackson family where they may be in sales and they love what they do and they're great with customers. So they gravitate onto the education side. Okay. Um, and a lot of times people who may have been in marketing or winemaking also become educators. Uh, right. So nice. Any way you would love to make it a make it a role, I think you can find that that pathway. Great, Peter. You know, on behalf of our industry, I think we all love you, as I told before. Like, I think I've, I've seen a lot of admiration come uh, whenever I post about you as well. And it's oh, always a lot of, lot of uh, love uh, the community gives. So thank you so much oh, for helping, you. educating all of us. Thanks for coming to Napa. Thank you so much.